This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Danny, I know you want to get into looking into the review and talking Ron, and we will do that some this hour. But I thought we should welcome onto the show our buddy John Kime, who covers this team for ESPN, who's out here as the longest tenured member of the beat. You've been to a few of these press conferences, but first one with Josh Harris what did you make it today? Well, I have been to a few of these. I've been to none for big playoff games, but I have been to a few <laughs> a little coaches, different. coaches firings or, or hirings or whatever. So with the, the one thing I think that was a nice change to start with is that the owner actually addressed questions and took questions. And I think that's a change. And I think you can see a different level of responsibility that he has for this. I think you can see a guy who knows what he doesn't know which is why you're bringing on a guy like Bob Myers or Rick Spielman and you surround yourself with others like the Magic Johnson of the world. So I think that is a, uh, was a, a welcome change. So, you know, and again, I just, I think, again, I think he feels a deep responsibility to turn this around. So go, John, if you wouldn't mind, go into what um, uh, Myers and Spielman, who come from two different backgrounds, two right. different sports even, you know, one obviously like analytic but still relationship-minded, Spielman to be the ultimate scout scout, go into their roles in, in finding the new guy or guys or, or, or whatever. How has this worked already? I imagine this is, you know, respectfully probably not their first day. Uh, it's something that was kept pretty hidden. Sure. What, are the, what have they done? What are they doing? And how does this look going forward? That's a good question. I don't have all those answers yet, Danny. And that's something that I really want to get into. And I hope to know more about that later today, to be honest about it. But here's what I know. So Bob Meyer, Josh Harris has known Bob Myers for a little while. Daryl Morey, the Sixers GM, is a really good friends with Bob Myers. So they, like, they know him very well and what he brings to an organization or what he means to an organization. I think it's funny because I had heard, you kept hearing outside the box thinking with Josh Harris, right? Over the last couple of weeks about what people may anticipate. I actually heard, you know, some rumblings about Myers where it's like, is, could they go do something like that? Bring in a guy who knows how to build an organization. So my sense would be from him is identifying strong leadership <clears throat> skills. How do, you ma- how do you build a winning organization? Spielman can be the guy that has, all, has a lot of the football knowledge and can ask more football-related questions in, a, in that kind of a setting because they don't really have anybody in that leadership group who can do that. He can offer you that. I mean, he's been, you know, whatever anybody thinks about him as a GM, he was an NFL GM. A bad NFL GM is smarter than, than all of us. Mm-hmm. And, so, and he wasn't even bad, you know, but, but the point is he brings a lot of football knowledge with that. GM of the Dolphins, GM of the Vikings – 
lifetime in the NFL. That matters. So you can identify what is important to ask from a football standpoint when you're trying to build an organization. And the Vikings were pretty good when he was there. So, you know, so I think that's, I think there's like, you can look at it without even getting too deep into it with them about what, what does each one of them bring? And I think that's what it is. So, you know, that, that's where I would go there. ESPN's John Kime on Grant and Danny. When do you think they started working on putting this plan with those two guys together? Because it clearly wasn't last night at 11 p.m. Really? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think it's been several, I would say probably three weeks in the making. And I think that is probably um, a good time frame because here, here's the funny thing. And this is a little like for my podcast. I but saw this, by had, the way. I had Rick Spielman on the podcast like a few weeks ago, and he was really good. I went back and, and watched that this afternoon after I saw this, and you would not have – I mean, I, I was wondering, did he know? Because there was no tells That's there. That's crazy. There were, there were no tells, but you wonder, like, okay, you know, you, he was pretty high on this job, and I think he was pretty um, – you know, open about some of what's going on here. So, but he was really good. So I think it was, to be honest, it was probably right around that time is when I think there was starting to have some dialogue. I don't, I would guess probably after that, because if you're having it before, you're not going to come on a podcast. Right. Not in this market, right? <laughs> as much as I'd like to think he would do it for me, I don't think so. Yeah. So, but I, so I think it, but I would say about, about two to three weeks where you start to have a dialogue and, um, you know, but I, you're right. Like you're not, I think with Myers, I think there's probably been, this is just a guess, knowing a few things that there would have been conversations throughout, again, like um, uh, Daryl Morey, really good friends with Myers. So I think there's probably been conversations throughout about, about maybe his future. What is he looking forward to do? And maybe that kind of brings you over here. And if you're, if you're Josh Harris, like well, who's the best architect of an organization that's available right now. And it'd be Bob Myers. So I think it just, I don't know exactly when they started talking to him, but I'm going to guess it's been periodically. And then the last couple of weeks certainly ramped up because that was like, it was last week when you started to hear his name. And, um, but again, nothing, obviously nothing concrete, but it was one of those, if you're thinking outside the box, would you look at a guy like this? You know, because you'd hear at one point I heard, you know, you'd hear, People speculated, would they go into, like, for example, baseball and do something like that? That's not coming from this side, but they people just knew they were thinking like that. So this, this you know, makes sense that there's at least been some of that thinking for a while, for at least several weeks, um, that it would make sense that they've been talking for that long. John, Josh Harris and company come from other sports with some, some degree of success, right, in, in, in both his other endeavors. And he admitted in, at that presser today that – He's still learning on the job with football, right? He's going to bring in smart right. people, and I, lo- and I thought that was all refreshing. What are some of the lessons learned this year, do you think, that, that they have to apply going forward, whether it was the Rivera era or what he kind of went through this season to say, you know what, we can't make that same mistake, or even maybe even further, this is what it needs to look like versus what it did? Well, I think if you're, if you're Josh Harris, this, because he inherited this, it's hard to say what he would learn necessarily from this season Mm -hmm. because it was really about observing right but i think what you can take from this is is sticking to your approach so if your approach is if your belief is this is how you set up an organization then that's how you need to do it because part of the thing here is having the coach-centric model it it didn't work right 
And, you know, so you're coming in, I, you're watching this. It's a model you don't use in your other sports. So this should cement your belief that you cannot operate that way. Like the, the approach you're taking for these other sports is the right one. It's the right model. And he even brought up how, like, you only have so many hours in the week. You're working 80 hours a week coaching. You can't do 80 hours a week over here as well. I like that answer, by the way, though, John. And I I wonder what you thought about this because he basically said he used the phrase a couple times, my orientation, like my my philosophy would be. And he said, I don't want the head coach and the GM to be the same guy. That's two roles. It's 80 hours a week. It's too hard. But then he said, you know, I'll be flexible around talent as if to say, and I'm just throwing this out there, but let's say that Bob Myers and Rick Spielman come back to him and go, you have to hire Jim Harbaugh. And by the way, he wants some control over personnel or you have to hire. I'm just making this up, but Ben Johnson and he wants this. His point is we got to be flexible around talent too. And I kind of thought that was an interesting way to put that where he's got governing ideas, paradigms, but he also wants to hire the GM first and let that person help with the head coach. But I'm not willing to lose a great head coach that we right. want if the timing says we got to hire him first. He's not inflexible with it. I would be surprised if a coach came in. I'd be surprised if a coach came in with more power because I think it would sound like Daryl Morey is, I mean, Elton Brand is a GM there. Daryl Morey's making the basketball decisions, right? He's got the power. If the Devils, Tom Fitzgerald has a dual title, GM and um, uh, president of, of hockey ops. Now he shares that with Martin, with Brodeur, but you know he's got that those dual roles. So I, but I don't know that you're going to see a coach with that kind of power for that reason. But I could see a GM having a dual role, perhaps like G- GM and then president of football ops. I could see that more than I could see another way. But to your point, I do agree. Like there's, he's not inflexible, and but I do think there's an adherence to a philosophy. And, you know, as we know, there was never a philosophy here. It was, hey, this didn't work. Let's try that. And I remember one time for ESPN, we had to do this little um, project where it was like all about these or- every organization, like value, this thing and that thing. And one of it, which is organizational credo. Right. And I was told there's like, well, just it's just win. Like, it's not a credo. Like, you know, what I mean, you're not Al Davis, but it's not like that's right. not a belief. Like, of course, just win. How do you do that? What's your philosophy? What's your blueprint to get there? That's a credo. I think they have that. And I think we see that in this setup. But to your point, not not inflexible. Where did let me rephrase it. Where was the fork in the road, John, in your opinion, for that became irrecoverable for Rivera? Like, where is the moment that you think it went awry where this was going to be inevitable, whether they finished you know, four and thirteen this year, or six and eleven, or whatever it was. Obviously, the the, the losing kind of compounded, and everything got away from them. But where do you think that fork in the road was? Where if you look back and he goes, you know, if I'd done that differently, it might have been different. That's a good question. I think, to me, the inability to really build a strong offensive line, and and then and then getting the quarterback, identifying and getting the quarterback. Like if you had run with Sam Howell a couple years ago, you're in a better spot. You know what I mean? Like, but in year four. To run that run that way was a difficult. That was a roll of the dice. But I think the inability to build that strong interior, that strong offensive line that you really need, and it's and then you can look at that and say, well, you could have helped. They could have been helped too by play calling scheme, whatever this year. So like they could have mitigated some of the issues by handling it a different way. But you know the I think the you just you didn't do enough to improve there. And I think you had – I never felt like there was that foundation talent on offense 
to really find your identity. They never developed an identity on offense, I didn't think. And defensively, um, I think part of it was early in the year, um, it just felt like, you know, when you, the, the, what you'd hear from players too is that the more they started to lose, the more complicated it felt like that they were trying to make the defense to dig out of it. And it just, they couldn't play at a certain speed, right? Um, but, you know, I, I, I'll, Danny, I'm just going to go back to that offense because it's quarterback, offensive line, the inability to really build. Because when Rivera came in here, that was win the tre- build the trenches, build mm-hmm. the trenches, and they just couldn't get it right on that side. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's not a surprise to John Kime of ESPN, who's sitting here with us, I'm sure, or to some of you listening, that there has been some pushback from players about the enemy here already since right. the end of the season. I will say, even as someone who's talked about this on air a lot this year, that there were some guys who we rubbed the wrong way on offense. I've been a little surprised by how much of that we got from you guys that were at locker room clean out talking to players. I mean, a, for people who haven't heard, I mean, what are some of the things that were said that kind of you know were eyebrow raising? But also, what do you make of that? Well, guys were being honest. I mean, that's you know, and we you know, being around it all year, this is what you'd hear a lot, and sometimes like. When the season going in the season, a lot of times guys don't want to go too deep down a road because you're still in the season, and especially if you still think you have a chance to turn something around. And so, but, and they're usually something, especially on the record, you're not going to hear anything like this because it just creates waves. But like Logan Thomas yesterday talked about there were ups and downs. And, you know, and then they, they would praise them times or two within, mm-hmm. the, within the context of a graph, but they would acknowledge that there were ups and downs. And, uh, Charles Leno today, well, this is, I'm not going to put words in his mouth, but what you'd hear from a couple guys, well, he was the same every day. What does that mean? Right. But you're yeah. not praising that you're he was the same that, every day. Right. Yeah. But you knew what you're getting every day. From that Danny's him. the and, same jerk every day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, so, you know, I think that's what you hear. And then Sam Cosby would talk about wanting to run the ball more. And then he did talk about, he did, was not talking about anything in particular, but he did talk about, seeing some things this year that really upset him and did would not go off. He would not say what those were. So I don't want to, again, put words in his mouth or, or extrapolate meaning from that. Cause I don't know, but we do know that that was, 
that was a difficult thing for the players this year. It wasn't just about, oh, he's tough on them. Oh, he's yelling at them. I think it, you know, when guys are talking like this, it goes deeper than that. I found the answer Harris gave. We played it a little while ago. Pretty telling, too. My take all along was if he didn't get an interim shot, and we know that they wanted to have Ron finish out the season, but I thought that's all you needed to know. If they were really interested in him being the future head coach, then he probably would have gotten a crack at this thing. But when Harris was asked about it, this was not long after in his presser, he had suggested that they might have to hire a coach earlier than he'd like to because they just can't miss out on someone. They've obviously requested to interview five people already. He basically hid behind the idea of, well, we'll see if the, the GM wants to talk right. to him. I just found that to be pretty telling. It is. And listen, in, in his defense, like this was a really tough job to come to. Definitely. Because, again, you have a quarterback. When he came here, a quarterback with one start. You had an offensive line that, that you still that you're still – Again, we just talked about it, but he didn't help himself with all the 70% throwing or whatever it was, um, And um, but he did walk into a tough situation. But it, it wasn't – it didn't work. And, it, you know, and it, for whatever reason, it didn't work, and, it, and it, you would, I'd be surprised if it warranted anything other than a cursory look. Best guess, John, timetable here. For what domino falls first, when does it fall, and, and, and then you know, kind of this avalanche starts going? I think, I mean, as, as, as Josh Harris said, rapid or thorough but rapid. So I would, I would think that you get that head of the football pres of, president of football operations, different than president of the organization, for people wondering, you know, about the other side, that Jason Wright is business side, this is football side. So that I would think that's the first domino to fall, um, and it wouldn't shock me if within a week we have that guy, or we're talking to that guy, because that you do need to get this done, and you know then you can get the GM, and you're 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 already clearly they're doing a coach search as they go along with this too, um, but they want that person to be involved in that as well. So um, I think you'd like to get that guy in place probably within a week. And you can do that. So I would, I would be surprised if it goes much – this is just my guess. This isn't something that was told to me, but I do know they want to move fast. And his – this is the thing, like – and I wrote this story um, last week about this, about his decision-making. He is aggressive when he wants that guy. So – and he'll – he's really good at that. Like, you know, with Daryl Morey or Doc Rivers, they become available within a few days. He's got them, and he's, you know, and he's going to – he's got them signed. And I, so I could see if there's somebody that they get in here within the next four or five days that is like, this is the guy that they're going to go hard after them. And within a week, you know, I could see it being a done deal. I don't want to go through all the names, but one name that does stand out to me, and I think it's telling that he is accepting the interview because he's turned a couple down in the past. Adam Peters. Adam Peters of the there San Francisco go. 49ers, who has kind of been, you know, the, the dream candidate for a lot of people just on the outside looking in because he's been the bell of the ball among future GM candidates in the league for a couple of cycles here. A, what does it mean that he's willing to take the interview? Because he told the Titans and the Cardinals last year no. And then B, if they were to land him, I mean, how big of a win is that to reboot this whole thing? That's a, that's a home run. Because, so, first of all, he, he has a good set. Of, he has a good situation with the 49ers. John Lynch keeps kind of bumping up, and it allows Peters to bump up, Right. So that's why he hasn't been really willing to do this in the past. That's not the case. I mean, the, for him to accept an interview here, to me, says a lot. There are a couple things to know. 
He is friends with Bob Myers. Bob Myers was around that facility a decent amount. So they know each other. I think that really helps. Um, so, you know, he's done a lot. I think he's done a lot of stuff out there that is probably behind the scenes that is more GM-oriented as John Lynch has got more responsibility in the organization. So he's the one that's identified a lot of those talents they've been drafting. So I think he'd be a major, major win for them. Now, as you know, like, I've seen a lot of guys who are quote-unquote big wins in the offseason and they don't pan out. But I think then it comes down to who's above them. And that's the difference here this time is you didn't have an owner who could sustain anything because he didn't know what the hell he was doing after two decades. And I think at least here, when you have a guy who understands what they don't know, what they're not qualified to do, that makes a difference. Because then you're leaving it up to them to then, you know, build the thing. Peters would be the first one. And I think that would be a, that would be a considered a really – when you talk to people around the league, like that's the what, first guy that comes up. There's other names. There's other good candidates. But that's the first one that comes up. Just and, like in the coaching, it's Ben Johnson. And that's one name that we know they will be interviewing, it sounds like, this week. John, thank you so much. We appreciate it. No, you're busy. Thank you, John. Pleasure. Thanks for having me on, guys. John Kime of ESPN on Grant and Danny. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. Yes, and even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.